I, I think it needs to be on everybody's mind. It's, it's something that needs to be in every boardroom, in every discussion, in every developer's mindset to make sure that, you know, whatever I'm programming here, it's my responsibility to make sure that it cannot be hacked. From Inform, this is Buzz IT Talk, a show about tech buzzwords, trends, and the stories behind the hype, helping you go beyond the buzz. Welcome to Season 2 of Buzz IT Talk, and to get Season 2 off to a big start, we're going to look at perhaps one of the biggest buzzwords out there, cybersecurity. Not a week goes by where I don't hear it thrown around in the news or at a conference, and in preparing for this topic, we spoke to several experts and found that cybersecurity is a bit different for everyone. Depending on your experience and needs, it definitely varies. So we're going to bring you a mixture of a few different voices over the course of this podcast to talk about the topic covering things like cyber hygiene, hacking, and then we thought we'd turn the discussion around and look at it from a developer's perspective. So without further ado, let's tuck in. Kronos, can you do me a favor and introduce yourself? Most definitely. Thank you so much, uh, Matthew, for having me here. Um, I am a former Navy officer from Greece. I currently uh, stand as the European representative of Hudson Analytics, a US-based uh, maritime risk management company. And I'm conducting research at the University of Warwick regarding cybersecurity in the maritime domain specifically. You were speaking earlier today uh, at the conference here around cybersecurity. Um, so we've got a common working definition of that. Can you define cybersecurity for me? Well, that's a great question. And I can tell you there's no clear answer. Uh, cybersecurity is now a buzzword. Everyone is talking about it. But to tell you the truth and drawing back from the years in the Navy, it's not something new. We have discussed and talked in the past about uh, electronic warfare. We have talked about information security. So cybersecurity, in a way, is how we manage to handle our personal and business interactions within the uh, electronic domain, within the cyber domain, as we call it. Building on that, uh, there's some scary words in there for me, you know, war and... Um and, 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 and information warfare. Is that where we're at in a, in a business context? Is it war? Certainly not. I use these words in order to illustrate that this has its origins somewhere back in the past. So it's not that exactly. What we have seen so far and what practice has indicated is that the cyber domain can be used for different means. We have seen nations using it. We have seen mainly organized criminals using it in order to make money, as mm -hmm. simple as that. Mm -hmm. We have seen terrorists trying to use it. Instead of taking down the uh, Twin Towers, they would just do a cyber attack. Mm -hmm. And we see actually hackers who are trying to make a name out of themselves through uh, the cyber domain. So it's definitely not something new. It's a different mean to the same end, if I can put it that way. Absolutely. So uh, if I'm a business, um, what do I need to be worried about right now? Well, first of all, uh, I can tell you that you should focus on what is already out there, which is the three pillars of cybersecurity. So we should focus on human interaction and human activities, uh, technology and processes. Just to be very brief on these things, the first thing is that we should train our people that we have in our business what to expect and how 
uh, the attackers are using the cyber environment in order to penetrate our business. Secondly, we should focus on having specific equipment in place in our working environment in order to protect ourselves from any attacks. And thirdly, our everyday transactions should be conducted under the whole concept of cyber hygiene, which is more or less what we have been doing, keeping normal operations running. Cyber hygiene is a new word for me. Um, can you just quickly delve into that? Well, to tell you the truth, it's a, it's a concept that we're trying to use when we talk to businessmen. Because when people talk ab uh, listen about security, then they start to get scared and they start to get very defensive. So if you put it in other words and talking about cyber hygiene, it means exactly as I described it, keeping your environment, your working environment, clean of any uh, disruptions that may occur within the cyber environment. What are some practical things that businesses can do around that first pillar that you talked about, the human element? I think the number that you mentioned is actually increasing, and that is uh, mainly because 97% of malware out there is designed to exploit human vulnerabilities and human weaknesses in order to penetrate into a company's ecosystem instead of looking at technological flaws of the equipment out there. The steps uh, that you can follow in order to mitigate that is, again, try and train your staff, try and uh, get the best equipment possible for your specific needs, mm -hmm. and then try and uh, keep that environment as uh, protected as possible. Kronos touched on a few elements of cybersecurity, one of which was hacking. Hacking is probably the first thing that comes to mind when we talk about cybersecurity. So let's unpack this buzzword a bit further. So my name is David Nordell. I am a cybersecurity consultant. Unlike most cybersecurity consultants who deal very much with the technology and how to fix broken systems or prevent systems from being broken in the first place by attackers, I deal with the strategy and policy issues. So I'm essentially looking at cybersecurity from the point of view of public interest, which can be in government, it can be in industries. Can you do me a favor? Can you define hacking? Well, it's very interesting because hacking, in, for people who are genuinely hackers, hacking means getting computer systems to do what they weren't originally designed to do. It's usually improving on their performance. It's like pimping an automobile mm -hmm. to look better, to run better, to make less noise. It could be any number of things. So hacking, from the point of view of real hackers, is pimping computer systems. In terms of... The general public, hacking is basically about breaking computer systems, getting information out of them that you're not supposed to get, mm -hmm. causing damage. Can you give me a, a, a tangible example? Look, it happens not just every day, but hundreds and thousands of times every day that people's bank accounts are being attacked through hacking techniques. In other words, stealing passwords taking advantage of poorly programmed systems, more often than not, in order to be able to look at someone's bank account and say, ah, there's lots of money there. I'm going to authorize this bank account to send some of this money or all of this money to my account or an account I control. Most other types of business run on computers. You know, pension funds, your electricity statements, 
you name it, vehicle licensing, healthcare records, everything we do in today's world is computerized. Yeah. And it means that everything in today's world is vulnerable to other people who understand how the computer systems work and can make they manipulate them essentially to do things that they're not really supposed to be doing. So as a business, what are some practical steps that I should be taking? Well, first of all, if you're running any kind of computer system that has data on it about people and other businesses and so on, you need to ensure that you have software running on that computer or the computer network to protect it against attacks. Most people, most attackers, will make the minimum necessary effort in order to break in. So if they can get in using something unsophisticated, they will. Mm -hmm. And it may be as simple as trying out the, the password 12345 for the account that, want, that you want to access. And believe me, there's a huge number of people who have passwords 1234, 12345, 54321, and so on and so forth. Most passwords are actually incredibly easy to guess. There are people who have the password, password, and so on and so forth. People, first of all, they don't want to remember passwords, so they'll use extremely simple passwords. And they think, well, no, it's not going to happen to me, so why should I care? I'll do the absolute minimum in order to protect myself. But this is incredibly stupid. I mean, this, this is like having a front door without a proper lock. Cybersecurity. Sure. Buzzword or something we need to really focus on? We totally need to focus on this in many, many areas of life. Most of the time, nothing is actually happening, at least not to you or me. It might be happening to someone else, or it might be in preparation for happening against someone else. And a lot of what is happening in the world of cyber risk, cyber conflict, is actually preparation for attacks taking place. And the attack might be trying to knock an aircraft out of the air. It might be trying to blow up a power station, or as has actually happened, thousands of computer servers that were running the oil industry of Saudi Arabia. Basically, there's billions of dollars worth of damage caused to Saudi oil exports. With our world dependent on software systems today, as Richard rightly pointed out, we wanted to know what software vendors are doing to prepare and defend their system from attacks. I sat down with Ushi Shultasasa from Inform to talk about cybersecurity from a developer's perspective. Do you want to just quickly introduce yourself for me? Yeah, my name is Ushi Shultasasa. I'm the senior vice president uh, heading the aviation division at Inform. And in the aviation division, we try to optimize anything that is related to the ground handling of aircrafts at airports. I started as a programmer for Inform, um, so actually programmed uh, source code for Inform, then moved into project management, deputy director of the division, and now heading the aviation division. Cybersecurity, can you give me your working definition? Um, for me, cybersecurity, working in an IT company in an IT environment, is basically everyday life, uh, I think, or cybersecurity is um, the notion to try to mitigate the risk that you have from criminal or unauthorized access to electronic data. 
uh, and as NIT were exchanging electronic data, I think that is something that everybody working in that area should be aware of, uh, that there is a threat, and to do whatever we can to work against it. So I started with the idea that airports are physically very secure spaces. Does this translate well into the digital element of airports? Yes and no. Uh, I think yes, because as I mentioned, in the IT environment, everybody tries to um, mitigate that risk and to actually work towards having data uh, in a secure environment. On the other hand, the airport or the whole aviation um, branch is a very open environment because data is exchanged all across the world. So when an aircraft leaves an airport on uh, one continent, it flies to another continent, that data has to be exchanged. So there is a constant exchange of data. And of course, there is a big risk in that data being captured wherever on its route. Um, so it's, I think everybody that works in that area tries to make it secure. Uh, but same as everywhere else, uh, we can't guarantee that it is, but we're doing everything to make it happen. You mentioned that you started in, in development. So how do you... How do you go about designing and developing software that, that needs to live in these secure environments? Firstly, so that the, the software is secure. Um, and then the logical flow on question is then inside of those are environments, are there practical things that you do to, to add additional security, uh, perhaps into the infrastructure or the architecture design? What we actually do is we have... Um official penetration tests that we do for the software so that we have an external company that we pay to try to hack into our systems um, to see you know, if they can find any loopholes because if they find any then we can make sure we fix them so that nobody else can get in through those so that that is something that we're, we're taking a lot of care um, that nothing could get in between there and we're not only doing that with our software, but also for Inform, so that nobody from the outside could get into Inform. So it's on, on both levels. Mm -hmm. um, Inform itself is uh, also protected, but our software that we provide to the customers, we try to do as much as possible to secure it to the outside world. Sure. There's a common idea that software lives inside of the end user's infrastructure. And so there's a degree of um, responsibility on the end user to secure their infrastructure. Is that something you see in the airport space? Um, and or is that something that you agree with? I think that depends on the how the customer sets it up on their side. Um, there is proprietary um, hardware that our software can run on so then there the end customer is responsible to make sure their environments are secure uh, and can't be hacked uh, but we also offer the the software as a hosted solution or in the cloud mm -hmm. and then of course you're in a totally different uh, playing field uh, there then it's more um, up to us up to our hosting provider or um, and the platform and infrastructure is set up to make sure that things are secure the other question I want to ask that wasn't in my pre-agreed questions is around the idea of cybersecurity as a growing field. Mm -hmm. um, it's something definitely we see in maritime and we see in post and parcel are the two areas that I spend a lot of my day-to-day -day marketing work. Is that something mm -hmm. you guys see in aviation as well? I think it's uh, in aviation, but similar to other environments, I think it's like a business enabler. 
so that you know, cybersecurity is not only a threat that you need to fight uh, or, uh, I mean, it's, it's called cybersecurity, so you want to make something secure. Uh, cyber threat is what you're fighting. I think it's, it's not an evil thing that comes up, but it can also establish a lot of opportunities to distinguish yourself from the competition, uh, to make up new business uh, for companies that specifically concentrate on, you know, we can help you make your, um, your product more secure, like this company that we're using for our tests. Um, so it, it, it really enables business. There, there's a lot that you can do based on cybersecurity to counter the threat and to make sure it doesn't happen. And it's not only something that you can do, but it's something that actually must be done. There, there's a lot of possibilities and opportunities there in that whole area of cybersecurity, which I think is a good thing because it doesn't push it into this dark criminal corner. You know, if, if you work in the area of cybersecurity, there must be something wrong with you. Uh, but it's, you know, pulling it out to the bright side and saying, you know, this is good. What we're doing here is something that helps everybody mm -hmm. uh, and that enables you to make use of all this data. Because nobody can imagine living without mobile phones anymore or not exchanging data on a constant level in our private life, in our business life, um, in anything that, that you do. Basically, you exchange data and you cannot not do it. So you need to do it in a good way. And if there is a company out there or companies out there that help you, um, what better could happen? And that's on top of the things that we need to do in our software to make sure that our software is secure. Yeah, that's uh, that's a really good insight that that actually cybersecurity, when you think about it, it's this idea of, of people in dark rooms with hoodies <laughs> that's hacking true. away at a computer <laughs> keyboard. Uh, but in fact, the reality is that uh, we need to bring it out into the, the forefront and, mm -hmm. and, and think about it on a regular basis. Yeah, I, I think it needs to be on everybody's mind. It's, it's something that needs to be in every boardroom, in every discussion, in every developer's mindset to make sure that, you know, whatever I'm programming here, it's my responsibility to make sure that it cannot be hacked and that the data arrives at its uh, designated location. Do you find that you're having requirements from your customers to implement strong cybersecurity um, mitigation practices? Or is it something that you're actively doing and in, in, with the hope that, and hope could even be the wrong word, but with the expectation that the industry will expect that at some point? We're doing it on our own accord. So I, it's, it is my expectation that we're delivering secure software and it is gradually coming up in tenders or in uh, requests from the customer now. So there, there are a couple of our customers that already asked for it, uh, but not everybody. But yeah. in my uh, view, I think that's something that's just going to be, you know, it's, it's starting now and in latest five years, I hope, uh, everybody will have it as part of like, this is the standard yeah. thing that you need to do. But we want to be proactive and already do it because I think it's something that we, that is just required that we need to do. Yeah. Thanks, Ushi. Undoubtedly, cybersecurity is a rolling topic and we're going to see some updates along the way. But to leave you today with some parting words, let's touch back in with Cronus. 
cybersecurity? Is it a buzzword or is it something that we should be taking seriously? It's both, to tell you the truth. The thing that I would suggest is we should definitely take it seriously, but we should not rush into it. There are companies out there who are trying to take advantage of this whole buzz around uh, the concept. Mm -hmm. So they're introducing what they think uh, is effective solutions. But to tell you the truth, and throughout my research, having looked at these solutions, only some of them are actually tackling the problem. And it's, this is applicable not only to the maritime sector, but any other industry out there. Try and be as selective as possible. Do something about cyber, but do it in a business-informed way. As always, you can find contact details for our guests, as well as links to many of the resources we used in preparing for this episode on the Buzz IT Talk website. Buzz IT Talk is brought to you by Inform. It is produced by Kai Kepner, Louisa Valendi, and myself, Matthew Wittemeyer. Our post-production is done by the talented Jenny Neustris, with special help from Sabina Walter, Thomas Bergmans, and Isabel Bunya. Learn more about Buzz IT Talk at buzzittalk.com. Follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. Or subscribe for regular updates at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Matthew Wittemeyer. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.